Hey, this is Pastor James, and welcome to Quick Truth. Uh, last year, we started a podcast called Quick Truth, where basically we would look through different questions, and so we're going to kind of resurrect it or bring it back, but we're going to uh, change it just slightly, and so basically what we want to do here at Quick Truth is basically just every week, uh, every Thursday, I will look at a truth from Scripture in 15 minutes or less. Uh, and So really, here, here's the goal, um, as I was thinking through, the goal really of this podcast uh, is really to provide uh, every week just a quick devotion, uh, kind of in the middle of the week, to encourage you and hopefully point us to Christ. Um, and so what we're going to do over the next couple weeks is uh, I want us to kind of begin to look at the armor of God. And so um, what I want to do first, I want to kind of read the passage um, that we're going to look at and then kind of give a quick intro really this week and then over the next couple weeks uh, we'll basically take an armor, a piece of the armor each week um, and basically just take kind of an in-depth look um, each week on that. So, so I want to read this. So if you're sitting down, you're more than welcome to turn there and look. Uh, if you're driving, I would encourage you, please don't turn there. Uh, and look, because that would be dangerous. So uh, I just want to read it for us, and then I kind of want to just basically kind of ask a question. I just want to give us a quick intro uh, for the armor of God. So here's what uh, Paul says, Ephesians chapter 6, starting in verse 10. It says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand firm. Stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace, in all circumstances, take up the shield of faith, to which you are to extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And so this is basically the passage where uh, Paul basically lays out for us the armor of God. And here's kind of really, before we, in the next couple of episodes, we'll get into each individual piece of the armor. But here's kind of the question, really, I, I just, just in our brief time here, I just want to just consider is, why do I even need the armor of God? You, you know, I, and I'm sure you've heard it at some point, you know, put on the armor of God. Uh, of course, you see here Paul telling this. And so you, you may have grown up, heard that, you, you hear it now. But but I really want to ask the question, why why do we need the armor of God? And so I want to kind of give us two things from the text um, that we that I want to just briefly look at. Uh, one is this. The reason why you and I need the armor of God is, number one, you're in the middle of a spiritual battle. So, so I want you to think about this. Th- think about just every great story, every great book that we've read, is it really when we read these stories, there always is a villain. I mean, think about whether it's Thanos, whether it's the Wicked Witch of the West, whether it's Scar, Darth Vader. I mean, just just name a movie or name a book, and there's always seemed to be some type of villain. And the reality is, we have a villain in ours. I, I want to read this. It's a quote from uh, John Eldridge. It's from a book called Epic. And he he basically sets it up similar of talking about how, you know, really every great story has a villain. And he says this, Every story has a villain because yours does too. Though most of us do not live like it. Most people do not live as though the story has a villain, and that makes life very confusing. How have we missed this? All the stories we've been telling about the presence of an evil power in the world, all the dark characters that have sent chills down our spine and given us restless nights, they have spoken to us as a warning. 
And so re- really the way he kind of sets it up in this book and the way he kind of talks about it is just to be reminded of this is that we are at spiritual, we're in a spiritual battle, in a spiritual war. I mean, this is exactly what Paul says in this passage in verse 12. He says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, against the rulers, or against flesh and blood, but we, we wage war against, we wrestle against the rulers and authorities over the cosmic powers, over the present darkness, against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. And so what Paul tells is like, Hey, look, whether you realize this or not, right now you are in a spiritual battle. And, and many times what, what, what causes difficulty in your life maybe isn't what you think it is. And so what he's trying to tell us in this passage is like, hey, you need to be aware of this. And the reason why you need to be aware and why you need to put on the armor of God is you're in a spiritual battle. You know, I was thinking about this. I think one of the reasons why maybe we fail to put on the armor of God or sometimes maybe fail to see the significance of why we need to put on the armor of God is because I think we forget we're at war. I think we f- we forget that there is a spiritual battle going on, and it's very real. Um, you know, and I think also at the same time, I think one of the reasons we get frustrated with our Christian life is I think we forget that there's opposition um, and to see it for what it really is. And, and so I think this is just what Paul is trying to set us up for and just so that we'll understand of like, the reason why the arm of God is so important, the reason why we need to be put on the arm of God is you're, you're in a war. I'm in a war, and uh, we need to be aware of that. Number two reason why uh, we need to be sure we're putting on the armor of God, number two is because the armor of God is God's provision to protect you and enable you to stand firm. I was thinking about this example just because I, I, uh, I played football, and I was thinking about this, like, can you imagine a coach – sending out a player like to play a play in football but sends him out there without any equipment no helmet no football pads no thigh pad like like nothing just just sends him out just you know everybody else has on pads and helmets and stuff and he just sends a player out. I mean that, that's crazy right I mean a coach would never send out a player without equipment and it's the same thing the same example of what really Paul's trying to say it's the same thing when it comes to war I mean you would never go to war or you would never go to a battle if you don't have the right gear on, if you don't have the right like armor on, helmet, sword, shield, all these different kind of things. And so I think one of the things is just to understand and and what I think Paul is trying to tell us here in with the armor of God is like, and I think this hopefully that we see this is like that this is God's provision for you. Like God, you're in a war, but yet God has provided for you and I things to equip us and help us with with the battle, with, with, with the opposition that we face. I, I, and he actually says it two different times. Verse 11, he says, Put on the armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. And then he says this again in verse 13. He says, Take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day having done all to stand. So he says, Look, put on this. And this is a term that's used. Paul uses this again in Colossians. And he uses this kind of terminology of like put on these these virtues, put on these certain things. And so he's calling for us to put on the armor of God. He says, hey, look, you need to put these things on, and God has provided these things for you so that you can stand against the schemes of the enemy. And, and he says in verse 13, so that you may be able to stand in the evil day. You know, and we, we know this, like we live in a evil day. We, we live, and the enemy is very active in our world. And so he's saying this, like what enables you to be able to stand is not only God, but the provisions that God has given you in Him, which is the armor of God. And so uh, 
that's really what I, I want us just to see. Uh, really, just this this week is just to be aware of this. Like you, you're at a, you, you're in a spiritual battle, and by God's amazing grace, God has provided for you and I certain provisions to help protect us and to enable us to be able to stand firm in in this world, in the life that we live. That God's given us everything we need. But here's what I want to do. I want to leave you with two quick notes, um, and then we'll wrap up um, this podcast. But I want to give you two quick things, just so that you know this, just as we kind of intro into the armor of God, and then start next week, we'll, we'll get into the very first one, uh, first piece of the of the armor of God. But I just I want us to be reminded of this. One is this: I want us to remind, like as Christians, to remember this that Christ has already won. So any any scheme or anything that the enemy would would do against us, he's doing. He, we we we're fighting a defeated enemy. And we know this because of the gospel, because of the amazing truth of Christ and who Christ is and the victory that Christ has won through the cross and through the resurrection. You and I are more than conquerors through Christ, and you and I have victory in Christ. And so even even though there is opposition, even though we face this, it's just to be reminded that Christ has already won, and we fight an enemy that's already been defeated. Um, even though he's very real, even though the enemy and demons and all these things are very real, and even though we do experience opposition in this life, just to be reminded of that you and I, because we're in Christ, we have victory. And so thankfully, God has given us through Christ and through the gospel, you and I have victory. And through God's provision in Christ, you and I have these 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 pieces of armor at our disposal to be able to guard us in this life as we navigate as for our family and all these kind of things. But number two, I just and I'll probably repeat this over the next couple of weeks as we walk through different pieces of the armor. Um, but one of the things that I think we need to be reminded of is this: uh, is that to wear the armor of God means to practically walk in them. T- to wear the armor of God, it means that we practically walk in them. And so here's I think there's a misconception a little bit with the armor of God is that we'll say, "Hey, look, you know, you may hear so, hey, man, you know, pr- hey, when you pray this morning, be sure you put on the armor of God this morning. You know, be sure you know, pray it up. You know, claim claim these armor piece of armor over your life. And look, this we do want to pray." And, of course, in this passage at the very end of verse 18, he does tell us to pray at all times in, in the Spirit. And so we are to pray. We, we are to claim these things. But I, I think one of the things that we, we, and hopefully we'll see this over the next couple of weeks as we walk through it, is that we don't miss this. To practically wear the armor, it means that we're walking in these things. Let me give you an example. He talks about picking up the sword of the Spirit. They say, you know, you know, Lord, I, I take your sword today. Well, it, it's one thing to say that. It's another thing completely to read the word, to apply the word, to know the word, to be able to know, like to be able to pull up verses to be that you've memorized, to be able to pull those out in difficult moments, to be able to quote the word of God. And so, so it's one thing just to say, like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm taking up the sword of the spirit. It's another thing altogether to say, like, hey, I'm in the word. Hey, I'm allowing the word, like, and, and not only am I reading it, but I'm applying it. I'm walking in the truths of God's word. I'm, I have the word of God memorized so that I can use it at my disposal. So I think that's one of the things that we'll, and I'll repeat this probably every every time we walk through a different pieces. Like, we, we can't just say, like, oh, I just claim these things on my life. But what it means to arm yourself is to literally put these things, like, to apply these things, like, to wear these things and to actually practically walk in them and live in them. And so I just want us to be reminded of that, like as we walk through these things, um, is that we need to practically walk in these things if we're going to actually wear, wear wear the armor of God. But that's kind of all for this week. I just wanted to give us a quick intro into this passage and into what we're going to be looking at. And I'm excited over the next couple of weeks to actually begin to dive in and to look at the different pieces of the armor. And so each week we'll take a piece, walk through practically what does it mean to put this on. 
Um, but uh, thankful for you listening. Thanks for listening to Quick Truth. I hope you have a great week, and I can't wait to see you next week on Quick Truth.